You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in on this Monday. We have two special guests for this podcast. We usually never have guests on the Daily Podcast. We have two special guests coming up, and we'll get to that momentarily. Uh, this podcast brought to you by Earth Echo Foods. Guilt-free chocolate. It's a great, the cacao bliss. Put it in your drink, put it in your water, put it in your, uh, mix it with milk. It's a great, great product. Got a shop.earthechofoods.com slash realitysteve. Promo code realitysteve for 15% off everything at Earth Echo Foods. That's shop.earthechofoods.com slash realitysteve. Promo code realitysteve, 15% off everything at Earth Echo Foods. All right, so a lot of you know, I was in California this weekend for my 30-year high school reunion. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But was able to arrange a meeting. You probably saw me post on Instagram last night. Got to head down to Newport Beach, have some lunch, meet up with Dave Neal and Courtney Robertson. Guys, how you doing? We are live Guys, from Emily. Newport Beach. Live from Newport Beach. What how did are I do to get to hang out with you two? <laughs> I feel like the lucky one. Okay, so let's start here. Dave, you're not at your 30-year high school reunion. Did you have a 20? This is 20 this year. Are you going? I don't think so. Have they said it? Have they? They're, no, they're still planning it. That's why. Oh, they are? Yeah. It's like two months out and they don't have a venue. <laughs> like, I don't, we don't have the organizational skills you guys have. Yeah. And then, Courtney, what about yours? I just had mine and I have an epic uh, re- reunion story for you. Oh, I want to hear this. A girl, like, she was dolled up. You could tell she really spent a lot of time. And she, I think she put a lot of hairspray in her hair. And... There was a candle, and she, her hair just went up in flames. <laughs> and my friend goes, that girl is on fire. <laughs> she must have been mortified. Oh, my God. So how many showed up for your 20? Do you remember? Oh, like, it was so minimal. It was it was a little depressing. It was Are you probably, the celebrity? Are you the big I did star? get a lot of, it did take a lot of pictures. Oh. Yeah, we had, like, Steven Spielberg went to my high school, and um, oh, well, excuse me. I know. So, but, yeah, so it was cool. Do you remember how many were in your graduating class? I'm how- Oh, really? oh yeah, I don't remember actually. I, I don't. How big was your high school? Was it, was it pretty big? Okay. Yeah, pretty big. So we had about twenty two hundred in my gra- in our my high school, and so about five twenty five or five fifteen graduating class, and we probably had one twenty five there this weekend. It was that's a uh, lot. That's a big turnout for good qu- about a quarter quarter of the class turned out, and it was pretty much everyone I wanted to see. It was so awesome. I said my twentieth my twenty year high school reunion is one of the best weekends I've ever had in my life. This one. It was equal, if not better. I just I saw everybody I needed to see. Everybody that at 20 pretty much came back for 30, and it was so much fun. Of course, I mentioned the fact that Pedro Pascal... Did he show up? No, he didn't. The Mandalorian was too busy. I think he's, I think he's in the next Gladiator movie. Gladiator 2, like, he's one of the main dudes now. Because he's, he's, he's big time. Yeah, yeah he's, he's big time. Star oh, yeah. I mean, he yeah. was on Narcos, on Netflix. Did you ever watch Narcos? Did you ever yeah, a little bit, yeah. He was on Narcos. He was the villain in the Wonder Woman 1984 movie. The new uh, Mushroom Zombie show. Yeah. The, the Portobello Mushroom. Yeah. <laughs> he's in that. I, he's... How was he in high school? Do you have any tea? He was... Well, he, he wrote... <laughs> Is it too he early wrote and He wrote and starred in the senior play. Oh, so wow. he was always the theater guy, and I mean, I don't think anyone knew he was going to be this big, but he was the guy that everybody knew. And the funny, you know, his name—it's part of his Wikipedia. His 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 name in high school was Peter Balmaceda, and now he goes by Pedro Pascal. So I think his name is like, well, I forget. It's on the Wikipedia, but yeah, Peter Balmaceda is in the Wikipedia name if you look at his real name. He just. He has an obviously stage name, like most people. Tom Cruise is not Tom Cruise. His name is Tom Mapother. What? Yeah. 
Yeah, because he's got a cousin. Yeah. Uh, Ethan, maybe? Yeah. That's all, that looks just like him from the show Lost. From Lost, yeah. Uh, who was also Mapother? Yeah, they were. Yeah, Tim, Tom Cruise's last name is Mapother. Dave, you've got some Tom Cruise vibes. I, I, well, I, yeah. I just gotta point that out. Uh, okay, I'm and a Mapother myself. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a second cousin to them. What? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, well, I totally bought that. So, so Steve, are you? Do, when you go back to your reunion, do you then become the high school version of yourself? Like, does that kick in to like the high school energy? I, I it was, it was almost surreal because this time we actually had a tour of the high school. You saw me post the pictures of my basketball playing days when I when we took a tour of the gym. But this is the first time I'd actually I'd driven by the high school numerous times. I'd actually walked the campus a couple times, but never got in. And they gave us a tour on Saturday, and it was so like surreal. It's almost like the not the high school we even went to because there were so many new buildings. There's a whole wellness center on campus now for students that are suffering from you know depression, not feeling well that day, anything like you can literally check yourself in to a wellness center on campus. And the person who runs that wellness center was the one that gave us the tour. And it was just like, it was just the ambiance in that room. I was like, wow, this is, this is crazy for high school now. I mean, it's, if, it's needed, but... If you had a shot at it, would you want to do high school the way the kids have it now with social media? Because we got lucky. I don't Facebook think so. came out when I was in college, so I at least got the high school experience. We had Instant Messenger was the yeah. big thing, oh, but yeah. not what they have now. Here's something that's interesting. AOL dial-up, like Mr. Steve over here, who still has an AOL account. I know, still have an AOL email address. Well, that's the one I give to companies that call and say, hey, do you want to sign up for this? Yeah, here's my email. Here's my like, yeah. <laughs> So here's a great one that I didn't even realize, but it sunk in and it makes sense now. Before we went to the reunion on Saturday, we were going through our senior yearbook, and I was reading all the messages that people left. And so many people, this is at the girl's house that we were at. She took out her senior yearbook, and I'm reading to the messages that people left and signed in the yearbook. So many people left their phone number because that was the only way to reach somebody back then. And then they all, everyone had basically, I was one of maybe five single people in my class. Like, I'm the only person, well, one of few that has never been married, no kids. Everybody there's got kids. And I'm talking kids that are now entering college. Like, this, a lot of my class got married 23 to 25 years old. But I was like, they were telling me, they're like, Kids don't sign each other's yearbooks nowadays. It's like, what? That was like that the was biggest thing in the thing world ever. to leave message, leave these long ass messages. Life or oh. death. Oh yeah. You didn't have the number. You're done. Now it's like, all right, I'll get you. Yeah. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Now and I was like, why? Why don't they? I was like, it's such a big deal. And they're like, because of social media, everyone's got everyone's everyone's got a text message. Everyone's got their own cell phone. It's like, okay, that makes sense because back then. The only way to reach somebody once you left school and went off for the summer is if they lived on your block yeah. or you had their phone number and you actually called them. And who was really... And you had to call and get through the dad. Yeah, get through the dad. And had your script ready. If the oh, dad yeah. answers, I say this. And then if they don't answer, i got to go to voicemail. If you stall halfway, you hang up and you just never talk to them again. Yeah, it was... I was like, wow, that, that, make, that makes total sense now why it isn't a big deal to... I remember that was the biggest day, like when I, especially when I handed my book to a girl that I, I liked and I had a crush. What is she gonna write? Is she gonna be like, "Have a good summer"? Yeah, have a good Bye. summer. See ya. Like Blame. you know, Blame the yeah, give me a yeah. paragraph. Yeah, tell me how original. much you like about me. I, sw I swear, one of the girls that I liked in high school who was there this weekend, and I'll, I'll always to this day be like, she's the one that got away. Um, she's married now with kids. She's great, and I remember. We went to a basically a yearbook signing party. It was after graduation, and it was everyone bring your yearbooks, and we're all just going to pass it around and sign. I remember I got hers. I like went on the stairs and just wrote this fucking novel, <laughs> covering pages. After, it was like going across the top of pages. Did you have ads on it like your website? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Was it brought to you? Yeah. yeah. Hashtag. <laughs> I was hashtagging before hashtag was a thing. But I remember doing that. And now if I look back on that and read that, I mean, thank God. I'm, I'm sure I embarrass myself with that. Uh, but I, I remember writing some line like, just seeing you over there with the girls and... The, I was I, I oh my god. <laughs> Did she bring it up last night? No, but we 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 talked about we didn't talk about us cuz she's married with kids now and she lives she actually lives in uh, in Calabasas, California. Um but it's just it was just so great to see her. And the best part was her and a group of girls that we all kind of my whole group of friends kind of all hang out with. She told me that they do a girls trip every year. They're all in a group chat. They talk they talk to each other every day. And they still do a girls' trip every year for the last over 20 years. I'm like, that makes me so happy that you guys do that. It was just really cool to see everybody again. And I, you know, I, I follow her on Facebook. I see what's going on in her life, but no, you know, uh, we're no not. divorcees or widows. Appear. Everybody was either, everybody was married. It was crazy. Last chance for romance was it? No, everybody was married. There was one girl that was there that was available. I ended up driving her to the po- like the after reunion party. Oh, you went to the late night. Yeah, good, but good you. you know, but nothing nothing developed there. I mean, we exchanged numbers, but she's, I mean, she's out in California. I'm in Texas. I'm probably not going to talk to her, but well, she was a possibility. Ain't a, ain't a good look, you know. Long yeah. distance is it's ain't it's nobody tough. got time for that. Um, what was I talking about? Okay, tonight is hometown dates uh, for charity season. Knowing the big spoiler now, it's almost like. <laughs> Like, who cares what happens on the hometowns? We know who's going home. And you're, even if you read into what somebody says, when you know the outcome, it's like, well, does it doesn't really matter. But, Courtney, you had a hometown date because you were on Ben's season. Oh, yeah. I remember yours was last. It was on Halloween. I remember that specifically. I don't know why, but it did, I do remember that. You had the last one. I bring this up all the time on hometowns. Guys get asked. Um, people ask, like, oh, so they just get to hang out in their hometowns until the lead shows up? It's like, no. So once you leave the last spot, which was... What was the last place you guys were? Uh, Puerto Rico? Belize. Belize, oh, Belize. that's yeah, right, we Belize. Came back and then I was in LA getting ready, and then my handler at the time spoiled that we were going to be going to Switzerland. Oh. So I was like, take me to my apartment in Santa Monica. I need coats. I pack bathing suits. Like, <laughs> they, they tell you when you go on the show, like, okay. Pack, pack. for every season, right? Yeah, but on mine, it, well, they really didn't. And I didn't pack for wi- winter wear. So I luckily got tipped off that we were going to Switzerland. But yeah, no, we go to Arizona, my hometown. I'm so excited to see my family. I've been show- so shut off from everybody. And I mean, literally, the the first time and the last time you see your parents is all on camera. Like they don't let you talk yeah. to them. And I remember my mom was not a fan of me doing the show, and I did the classic like pull her aside, and she wasn't a big fan of Ben. She's like, "This like you've dated celebrities. Like I can't believe it. Like you know, like and not even that as a celebrity, but like she's like you've dated some really good looking guys. Like I just can't believe that this is like the guy that you're gonna fall for, right?" And she didn't want me to do the show. But long story short, we're sitting there in my hometown, and she's like, uh, I'm like, Mom, I'm falling for this guy. And she's, like, looking at me, like, kind of rolling her eyes, like, are you really? Like, how fall of, how far have you fallen? Like, are you, like, <laughs> teetering? Like, have you fallen all the way down? Yeah. But, no, Hometowns are my favorite episode. I can't wait to, you know, dissect that after it airs. But I'm curious to see how Dutton, I have the worst time saying his name. Is it Dutton? Dutton. I think, I think it's Dutton. Yeah, Dutton. I think Dutton. Can we clear this up right Soft-o. now? Dutton. I think it's Dutton. It's Soft-o. not Dutton. Yeah. Soft-o. Not Dutton, no. No, it's not Dutton. Dutton. Okay, Dutton. Yeah, Dutton. I think yeah. if I say it faster, that's yeah. helpful. 
But um, I just had a psychic on my uh, episode recently, and I did predictions, and they said that his mom might be an issue. So we'll see. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of standard, right? Where you you need the family resistance, right? right? You, they can't just welcome you. I mean, it's a crazy process. They think you're coming yeah. from a cult. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. My mom's like, "This is the guy." Yeah, I'm like, and technically, you kind of are coming from a cult because you've been you've been like sort of excluded oh, yeah. from. I say you feel brainwashed. It's like um, Stockholm syndrome when you fall in love with your uh, people that kidnap you. Yeah. yeah. Because you do. I mean, literally, can I go to the bathroom? Can I do this? It's like. And then you're like, ah, oh, you get these like little bits of freedom. And uh. no, that sounds crazy, but that is how it feels in those moments. Can I go skinny dipping? Yes. That too. <laughs> well, it makes sense. Yeah, too. I was like, rebelling. <laughs> yeah. If you if you get a chance to warn your family, it does cut away from whatever drama is going to play out on camera. If you're just like, all right, just play it up. Now they want to kind of surprise, almost surprise everybody and be locked in. And I remember time. your when your season was filming. That was a season where a lot of spoilers were coming out while filming was going. So your family had an idea. Yeah, I think, oh, no, they were following you. Yeah, your family probably had an idea of, okay, they're here, they're here, they're going. I charged something in every airport on my dad's credit card, so he knew where I was at all times. <laughs> a little uh, hack if you're going on a bachelor. He's like, who's Hudson, New York? Yeah. He's like, oh, wow, company. she's in Puerto Rico. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. That's a little fun thing for people to know. Yeah, I remember for your season, I actually had all the locations before you took off. So I knew you were going... My sister told me at Hometowns, by the way. That's right. She pulled me aside briefly. I said, I'm going, I need warm clothes. She lent me some warm clothes. And she pulled me aside and she's like, I read Reality Steve's website. You're going to Switzerland. You're going... She basically yeah. rattled off a couple places. So When you had your hometown date, did you guys... For whatever reason, all I remember was you and Ben... At your house. Did, did you do anything during the wedding. day? We did a fake wedding. But it was so, in the backyard of your house, wasn't it? No. It was oh, was that a farm? It was okay. like a, a wedding venue. But That's it, right. So okay. That's gearing right. up to hometowns, they ask you, like, what do you want to do? And like, I'm like, can we get a helicopter? Can we fly over the Grand Canyon? Can we yeah. fly to Sedona? And they're like, no, that is not in the budget. And I was like, but why not? And they're like, can you do a golfing date? I'm like, I don't golf. I don't give a crap about <laughs> golf. Um, and so I like had to like give him a couple ideas that yeah. they approved. And then Mike Weiss was there actually. His mom lives in Arizona, so he came. And I think it was also what was um, good for him. But I'm like, I'm not gonna go golfing. No. That's so who thought of the wedding date? Producers it just. Was kind of like well it was a place that i initially had wanted to get married which i would never get married there after <laughs> filming that like when yeah. we were looking at venues i was like i can't we just did the show there like there's yeah. no way i'm not gonna do that but um yeah and it was kind of impromptu and they kind of sprung it on us so like you guys need to write some vows to each other and i think ben literally pooped his pants like he's like what like it, <laughs> yeah. they had like a, a fake officiant and it like felt very real and I had every picnic date, guys. Like I wouldn't do like what they're doing now, like the bungee jumping date. Like if yeah. it was me, honestly, I would so be like, dangerous. I'm like, I think that could tweak my back. Like yeah. I would not do any of that. Like Emily, on you know, you like Emily yeah. for my season. She did the one, the, the Golden Bridge. Oh, that's right. They had to walk on the top of the Golden Gate Bridge. And I, I'm like, me, I'd like a Yelp review of this date <laughs> right. first. Like I wouldn't. I didn't know that was a thing. Shark, somebody did shark diving. Like I oh, would have. Right. So he gave me all the picnic dates. So we did another picnic, and I was like, yeah. okay, wine, cheese, all right. Mm. But I would have shown up to one of those and been like, not happening. Sorry. Yeah. I'm get rid of me. I don't care. I'm not going to swim the sharks. Well, Rachel Kirkconnell literally was concussed from her skydiving. Oh, that's she right. She hit the ground hard. Oh yeah. yeah. She even hard. said they had to go like full makeup, covering bruises. I mean, they yeah. I mean, they, they so she had the emotional and physical abuse from the show. But yeah, they they had that like 15 year old skydiver strapped to her. Poor By the way, I heard that she was went to paradise. 
But no, Rachel. not that Rachel. Oh, oh different Rachel. Sorry. That's Rachel, Rachel Recky. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Rachel, you're right. She was like very little though. Sorry. I'm, we can well, yeah. yeah. Rachel, Rachel Kirkconnell. Well, that season was at Nemecolon. That's where they brought the families to Nemecolon, right. right? Yeah. Okay. She's for hometowns. little, little. She looks very she's, frail. She's, yeah, she's a small, she's a small person. Petite. Petite. Yeah. That's Petite is, right. is what we're looking for. Petite. It's so funny because we're sitting here uh, in Newport Beach and we're at Courtney's place that she has for the week. And the kids, your son, Joaquin, and your daughter, Paloma, are outside. And Joaquin, well, he's gone now. He's just sitting in there looking at He's looking <laughs> through the window right at me. Just like this, but he's gone now. Um, <laughs> it's funny, though. yeah. Um, On the fly. What was the other, uh, hometowns, Dave, have you been a, like... What do you think, if you were ever on the show back in the day, and you made it to hometowns? My parents would be so horrible. Would they, would they be the ones that are just like... They're sweet. They wouldn't be like a Tino Franco's parents. They're not like <laughs> that. But they're just like, so clueless. They would be eaten alive by the producers. Oh, really? Oh, so they you... would be agreeable. They would be like agreeable and nice and want the best. But like, they're, I would I would be mortified that they would get exposed to that world that I chose to be in. Yeah. Like, I just feel like family did not sign up for this and they're just being nice and like you have to be so kind to them because they're like just going along with this process well it brings up the whole point of or is family fair game when it comes to this show and it, you want to say no but it's almost like you're not going to stop somebody from someone the second we find out you know dave neal is on, a contestant on the next season of the bachelorette there's nothing to stop that anybody on the internet from going like, well, who's his mom? Who's his dad? What are, you know? What do they like? Are they are they MAGA people? Like that's that's all people care about nowadays. And it's just like, while it isn't fair, it's what you're signing up for. And I hope people understand that. Contestants understand that going forward. There's going to be a section of the internet, and we know who they are that literally dig on all your family and all your friends. And then not only that, I remember when the whole Rachel Kirkconnell thing went down. They were finding out all of who of all of her friends were and all of their follows. So it's like, really? Oh, Rachel O'Connell is guilty for what her friends follow on the internet? You know what but, sucks? I'm sorry, that's Ra too much. Rachel Kirkconnell's mom, I had messaged with her back and forth because she's actually super sweet. She started a pro-Rachel Kirkconnell fan club yeah. or, what, or was made a moderator in it. She was made a moderator in it. And that fan club ended up getting a lot of negative uh, Matt James commentary uh, from people. And she, so they made her a moderator to help get out, get out all of the trolls and all the negativity, just, just to keep it positive. Yeah. And then people go, oh, she's a moderator, so she must be a part of it. When, in fact, she was like, you know, I don't know if she was a nurse or what her job was, but she's working 40 hours a week. And then in her off time, she's going on the Internet trying to scrub these negative comments, and they're <laughs> uh, falsely attaching her to it all. It's like, can't she just be a nice mom? Yeah. Everyone wanted her to be this bad person. And it was like, oh, my gosh. That's when, that's when like, that was like the height of the pandemic where I think the world got as mad as it was going to get. Yeah, that's right, because that was... That was summer. I was like, uh, let's see. Claire's season was filmed in July of 2020. It was supposed to air in the pandemic hit in March 2020. Claire films in July, and then Matt filmed like Matt filmed like September to November of 2020, and it aired in 2021. That's right, because yeah. they went to Nemecol and had the whole thing to themselves. Uh, Courtney, you. Well, let's see here. I have a, a touching point, but I know this is your roundup, so it's. No, I was gonna go say, ahead. My mom got brought into it, and 
I got a call that uh, from a friend, and basically they were going to put her on the cover of Us Weekly. And so I talked about the trickle down, and yeah. I called ABC, and I was like, I'm going to go nuclear. I'm going to blow your shit up. Like this was my choice to do the show. This is a trickle down, and it was not a good headline. And um, about your mother, they were going to yeah, do that. About my mom. And um, <clears throat> anyway, long story short, so I call Warner Brothers. I'm like, I have had no help. Like, I've literally been on the cover of Us Weekly every week for five weeks, and now they're bringing my family into it. So I will say there is a trickle down, and my mom was devastated and because I had to call her. I was like, hey, I just got word that this cover might be coming out with you on it. And um, I called Warner Brothers. I said, I'm going to blow your shit up tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that I'm with him. Seriously. Like, I was like, I, where's the PR person? Like, this wasn't her choice. And my dad called the producers and was like, you can't do this. And, and luckily, they pulled the cover. And then the cover ended up being Courtney's, like, sex tape or sexual whatever it was. Well, it you was, had a sex tape, Courtney? <laughs> I mean, this? so they say. I mean, <laughs> but they, they needed something. It was like a trade. Like, But oh, anyway, wow. so. This is what they're talking about. So Bethany Frankel hired Brian Friedman, power attorney. That was. represented uh, Chris Harrison, Chris Harrison and, and yeah. Cassie Randolph and, and everyone. And. He's saying these contracts do not stand, and he's yeah. big enough that they, they actually take away might... all of your human rights. So my sister's an attorney, and she read the uh, contract when I did my book, and she's like, "Courtney, this literally mm. takes away all of your human rights." Hey, you could yeah. be in Bethany Frankel's class action lawsuit. Hey, I'll be the president. You I'm might own ABC. Up. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean they're Disney making money tickets. off of our likeness, so I, I support that. That's yeah. where it seems to be headed. Like she wants to start. Basically, she wants to start a union for anybody that as a reality TV contestant, so you actually have. Rights. Yeah, right? it's like, you can still like say what you're gonna say, but don't at Franken's at Franken edit things to be that you know. I mean, and I don't know where the boundary would be, but there has to be some recourse there. They can't just sue yeah. you for what you do, and you not be able to sue them for what they do. Yeah, and that's pretty much in the contract. You yeah. have no legal recourse if you sign a contract to go on the back. Like what? Sean, you can't talk about no. the show anywhere in this galaxy. Yeah. which I'm like, ooh. I'm what Sean Booth just said could get him sued because it's the same thing Blake Horstman said, which was he said they asked him to change his mic pack out. And they edited oh, right. that in to show that he was running away well, from the scene. Like, I'm at worst. Or um, she's all batch. I th- that was she's all batch. But Chad Oops, Johnson sorry. just told me a story, crazy story. I have him on uh, this week's episode, and he told me some stuff about kind of the like they showed him punching a door, and yeah. it was because he, what showed and how it aired wasn't Ooh, at all. And that was a huge story plot. Story plot. Mm-hmm. Oh, tune in teaser. Yeah. I was gonna say that was they, we wanted to tease. You have. Bad Chad coming Bad up. Bad Chad. <laughs> he, literally, he literally is the... I mean, we talk about villains in this franchise a lot. And exactly. we, we talk about the level of villainy. He's at the top. I mean, he is... Yeah. Because... And it's not like... You know, look, maybe he did punch a wall, but for a completely different reason. It but wasn't we, what it looked like. We, we saw him call Sarah Heron a one-armed bitch on Bachelor in Paradise... We saw him say, fuck you, Chris Harrison, which... We cover all of that. Okay. For sure. I thought that was fine. The fuck you, Chris Harrison. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, Chris Harrison probably loved that they got him spiking the mic Well, here's a teaser. His whole thing was, like, they knew he was going to come in night one and be wild, and and little spoiler alert, but they were like, yes, we want you to come in, and then you're going to be normal from then on. Like, he's like, I'm going to be this character, I'm going to be crazy. They were on board with that. And then they kicked him off, and that's why he was like, he was on, Chris Harrison was on board with that. And Basically they, what Sinead became is what, like, was supposed to happen to mm-hmm. Chad, but Chad didn't do the Sinead. Right. Well, you said he was supposed to be only a bad guy for the first night? He was playing a character. He's like, I was playing a character, I was going to be like, the, the, this crazy thing, the night one, he's like, producers wanted me to do it, like, Chris Harrison knew, like, 
this whole thing and then they kicked me off and like he's like but we had conversations about like you're gonna come in you're gonna be wild and then the next day you're gonna be normal and you're gonna taper back and but he never tapered back well, he left night one. I mean, they kicked him off Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, you're, yeah. You're, I'm I sorry. I'm talking about Paradise. Okay, you're talking about Paradise. Okay, I was talking about JoJo season. But he's a wild card. I mean, yeah. I will With say. With JoJo, like, that two-on-one date, he's like whistling in the woods. Yeah. Remember that? And then he, and he told me he was walking around the outside. It was like kind of crazy. So that he what? He wasn't into her. I like, like that he okay. wasn't. I liked initially. I not be into JoJo. I mean. I, I mean, yeah. who's? I'm into JoJo. <laughs> yeah, it's like. She's like not into JoJo. What's wrong with him? Yeah, she's so cute. But yeah, but for for Chad initially when they had a group date, he was like, "I'm not going to profess my love for her." I kind of liked that he kept it real, but of course he like Brayden and people were com- com- uh, comparing Brayden to Chad. No, so I was like, I'm close. Absolutely not. But this like, is maybe because funny. he ate a radish and he ate a sweet <laughs> potato. To, but to tie it back to the hometown date, what's funny is on hometown dates, the parents are usually skeptical of the process, and we love that. We love oh, when yeah. Tino Franco's dad kind of puts pushes back Love but it. we hate it when they push back yeah and they're skeptical and it's like so we're supposed to believe like they're supposed to be bought in but the parents are supposed to be like protective and it's like now like i feel like everyone's skeptical of the process boy that is oh i gotta touch on that too by my hometown they were like you gotta tell them you're falling in love with them oh yeah they had that they're like they were like co- coercing me they're like you have to tell him at hometowns and I was like, I do? <laughs> uh, okay. This, this is the way I'm supposed to... There's like a process. Like there's a format. And so I did. That's why I was like, I think I'm falling slowly like a leaf, <laughs> like a tay in the wind. I'm in the process. Gravity like, is like working. Dean or Sean. I... Yeah. Sean said last week, I'm in the process of... I'm totally I'm in the totally process. in the process of falling in love with you. Yeah. yeah. I've pulled the permit <laughs> for the structure of love. We'll be breaking ground. Ribbon cutting ceremonies. <laughs> So who? So you have. So I know you've got some in the can coming up. So who can you promote coming up on your podcast? Your vacation. Um. So I'm working with Justin Long to get him out because he's a Bachelor fan, and but the writer strike is a little tricky. They're trying oh. to figure out that. Um. I don't want to name drop because I, I feel like unless I have him recorded, I don't. Yeah, want I feel to the say, same way. I don't want to jump. But stuff. like Caitlin Bristow said, she would come on, but then now it's crickets. Um. Uh, and then I've got Jillian Harris who's going to come on, and then I have a psychic coming on who's doing Bachelor predictions, which are pretty epic. <laughs> uh, yeah. And you so you already recorded cool. with Chad, so that's done. Yeah, Chad's coming out, and um, but I definitely I've got some comedians and some. I want to have Dave on. Please. I just came on your driving with Dave, so yeah. but uh, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I've got some good people. I've got Ashley Fraser coming on this week, and she talks about Sean Lowe and overnights and oh. the brief virgin bachelor that comes out on Friday. So check that out. She gives a great interview. Nice. And then Dave, we've got. Um, how many driving with Dave's do you have in the can? I'm about, I've done about 10. Uh, I, I, I don't. Um, you just blew my skirt up. How do you have I've been doing them every week now. Yeah. And um, next, I'm, I'm starting to do non bachelor folks. So yeah. I'm working in other YouTubers and friends. My buddy was a big drug dealer, turned stand up comedian. So he's my next episode. And we're, yeah. So we're just talking about, um, yeah, I'm weaning people off bachelor. Like I'm doing the bachelor interviews, but then like other things I find interesting just to switch it up a little bit. Nice. What made you do the driving with Dave? Where did that come from? I, I did it over the pandemic as a rant where I was talking to myself and like ranting about stuff. So oh. like, I, I knew like the audio was going to be good in the car because naturally it is. You get a little bounce from the glass and everything. Yeah. And then I don't have a studio that's good for interviews. Yeah. So so I, I don't have that structure. So I was like, I need to be somewhere. And I was like, you know what? I'll just do it in my car. That way I can pick people up. 
And then like the psychological aspect, I'm like, you can't cancel on me. I'm showing up to your house. Like, like it, it makes it very hard for people to say no when I show up to them. I just said I don't like jinxing anything, but I'm supposed to record with Jared Freed on Wednesday oh, cool. for Thursday's podcast. I know he did when he was just on with somebody, or he had, or maybe his podcast talking about like he didn't like Nick Vial either. <laughs> yeah, for he, some reason, something happened with him. Uh, did something happen with him and Nick? Did you hear that? I think he got ghosted on, and was I think was he, he want I think he I think he's upset that Nick has hasn't asked him to be on because he's a fantastic comedian. But you know, he and I think in his call out, he was like saying Nick doesn't want me on because the audience will find me more interesting. That's and, what he well, said. And, and funnier. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, of course, I can he's understand. A professional comedian. Yeah, and I think Nick doesn't like to be upstaged like somebody like that. Unless it's someone big him. enough like a Jim Jeffries that. Yeah. Like, extra added value. Who's been on Nick's podcast, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. right? I've yeah. got it in talks to have him come on mine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jim? Okay. Oh, come on, yeah. Well, because the weekend we were in Vegas. You yeah. went and saw Jim Jeffries the night like, of the... finish up his tour, but we're going to do like a recap and stuff. I'm going to ask him what he thinks about Nick Vial. I think a lot of stand-up comedians support each other because we're kind of in our own like brotherly union and sisterly. And I think there's a scarcity mindset in Hollywood that Nick's a part of. I believe he operates on the scarcity mindset. That's why like sure. people have name dropped me on his show, and he just barrels over the conversation. That's he doesn't want the "she's all batch" girls mentioned. He slammed them. Well, he oh, called he called them like, a micro podcast. Yeah. It's like, hey, you should be elevating these other say, podcasts. What did he say? Like washed up something, Bachelor Stars or podcast. So people think I have this huge issue with him, but it's like just take the responsibility and the platform you have and help elevate others. It's not going to cut into your thing if you believe you're you're good. He doesn't want anyone to be better than his podcast, even though on Caitlin's though. By the way, and I have to say that Dave, you killed that, and like I love listening to that. And like the thing that's so great about you is you have so much insight to all things, like not even just Bachelor. Oh, thank you. Like yeah, no, I mean we gotta plug that go listen to Caitlin Bristow's I mean she has you on but you know what's good about that maybe is, they have a tip for Steve's, chat, been, Steve's been great with this too because I've done your podcast a bunch and like you're not trying to shut me out because I'm covering similar stuff huh. we can talk and share yes. notes and people can consume both content with Caitlin like I'm a nobody for her audience like she has huge guests on but, but we still got the most views and the most comments because like my audience was so pumped to be a part of that wow. and like I yeah. think she appre- like gets that that like it's it's about like a like there's a lot of loyalty out there. Well, the fact that she would put you on and Nick wouldn't put you on is and maybe says something speaks to volumes. Said about that because maybe they have like a thing or I don't know. But I I, I completely agree with you and I respect Nick. you guys for helping me with my podcast yeah. because I've been dealing with some frosted flakes. And <laughs> frosted flakes. It's like you said, like when I did your podcast, like wouldn't you want to like you know this is we're all in this together like expand yeah. the platform like and it's not going away like there's always something to talk about. I just I don't think Nick is ever going to put. Well, he had me on, but we all I saw how that went. I can't believe you did that. Yeah. But um, he wouldn't do yours. Like, he had you on yeah, because it served bec- him. Because it served him. And I, and I was the one that originally asked him. And he said, no. Well, why don't you? He said, no. And then he said, you know what? I was thinking about it. Why don't you do mine? And it was during the pandemic. And I was just, okay. Um, but having me on again, no. You, she's all batch, game of roses. He's not. Courtney, I could see you. I could see him maybe responding to you someday because you are... You are a big name in the franchise. Well, like, he considered himself a big book. name. Like, I wrote a book, you wrote a book, like, and that was yeah. when his book came out, and he was like, yeah, I would love to. And then I think that window closed, and maybe he didn't hit the New York Times bestseller list. I'm not sure. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. But um, 
sorry, not sorry. But um, yeah, and then he, but then he said, come on mine. And I'm like, I don't live in LA. He's like, I only do in person. And I was like, I can't fly there. I get, I get the wanting in person, but I also understand like you need to be, yeah, you just need to. Look at what we're doing. We're on the fly right here. Yeah, Yeah. and it's not a bit. It's just not a bitterness thing. It's just like knowing the unwritten rules of the game. Like people help each other out. Like Rogan helps out a lot of comedians because he understands how privileged he is to have that platform. Nick just he's good at what he does but he's also a product of like being on the show at the peak time for the show mm-hmm. and he's kind of been able to surf this great wave I don't need his publicity but like if, if you wanted to elevate or champion she's all batch or someone else like yeah, yeah that's what you should be doing he just he just never will because he thinks he's above us yeah. And he thinks his podcast, I mean, outside, I mean, and let's face it, if we're going by downloads, even though you can't, you don't know Apple Podcasts download numbers, within the Bachelor franchise of all the Bachelor related podcasts, Caitlin, I would say, is number one in okay. terms of most popular. Okay. And then I'd say he's number two. Uh, he probably is number two behind Caitlin in you terms of. You know what? Of I, um, Game of Roses, I did a show on Friday wow. night, and someone recognized me by my voice because they heard me on Game of Roses. Those mm. are my and I also, massive I also, fan. And I also got spotted somewhere else because I had a Game of Roses shirt on. They have a massive following. People so does Jesse Ambrose. The, the Real Eddie Steve party, the fan appreciation wearing Game of Roses shirt. Yeah, yeah that's right. We did have Jesse, a trip there. All, Jess, all help each other Jesse out. Ambrose has a huge following. Like, so. You, there's there's room for everybody. There's uh, everyone has a seat at the table. Yeah, but I like you can't not acknowledge when someone's like sort of playing the cool aloof kid. It's like, hey man, you know what I mean? We're all we're all here. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, I, and I'm pretty sure that's what that's what Nick is. Well, doing. I'm gonna keep calling him. I call him at the end of every episode. I have his number. Uh, yeah, tell him I said hi. Yeah, <laughs> he never answers. It's like this person has not set up their voice yet. So try your call again later. <laughs> Well, I see Joaquin and Paloma running running around outside. Yeah, so that's we had uh, a long travel day today, yeah. you guys. Sorry. If let's I'm wrap. No, that. let's wrap this up. Uh, Dave, Courtney, thank you so much uh, for coming on, making this so I don't have to record one when I get back to the hotel Can tonight. Can I vlog my show real quick? Oh yeah, August seventeenth. Yes, Huntington Beach. I have a stand-up show August twenty-fourth, Seattle. I have a stand-up show. I'm going to be headlining both, and we'll do some Bachelor tea. And if you st- come to the show, I'll tell you some stuff I can't say on air. Uh, <laughs> <I love> that. <laughs> talk mad shit afterwards. <laughs> but uh, 17th and the 24th. And then you know Courtney's uh, podcast coming up. Um, Wednesday with Chad. Friday with uh, Ashley Frazier. Nice. There we go. And then hopefully Jared Freed on Thursday for me. So thank you all for listening. Uh, I really appreciate it. I'll be back tomorrow. The Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. I'll be back tomorrow with another, with recapping tonight's uh, Hometown Date episode. But until then, for Dave Neal, Courtney Robertson, I'm Reality Steve. Thank you all for listening, and I will talk to you tomorrow. See you. See you.